Well, you only live once, maybe not And this life right now might be all we've got So let's contemplate the hereafter While we speculate with some laughter About this grim thing that happens to us all After that final curtain call But before you take that final breath Let's laugh about, let's laugh about Welcome to Let's Laugh About Suicide, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable one cup of coffee at a time. See what we did there? (laughs) Um, I'm your host number one, Chris Parker Howard. And I'm your host that's not taking a number two, but is number two, Tim Rooney. Keeping it classy. Keeping it classy. Uh, So this is going to be an interesting episode if you subscribe to both podcasts. Um... (laughs) Uh, I made a poop joke. So what? Yeah. If you, okay. su- if you subscribe to both, um, then you're gonna get you're gonna get this twice. Yes. So you can uh, you can listen to the other one, uh, you know, in another room while you're listening to this one. Put them on in stereo. It'll stereo. Be like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so this is going to be kind of a more of an emotional weather report, if you will, um, of uh, Tim and I just kind of going over some stuff. We've both kind of been kind of down and kind of lost and yeah. sort of in the middle of things and thought, you know, what better way to exercise a conversation of friendship than publicly? Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's, and we decided to, uh, you know, just kind of, I don't know, air out our dirty laundry yeah. to some degree and explain, you know, I myself am taking a little bit of a hiatus, you know, so this will at least be something for my listeners to be able to listen to, you know, listen to. Um, Chris is still going, um, for now. Yeah. You know, he's rubbing it in my, my face. That's fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my hiatus is, uh, is not over until, uh, December or, or not beginning until December. Gotcha. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. And then I'm going to have <laughs> even more news to talk about that. I'm not really ready to go live with just yet, but, uh, you know, why why not bring it up and then not talk about it like exactly. some kind of asshole? <laughs> no, that's fine. Because it's like, there's one thing that I love is like when you go to, say, a magic show. Yeah. And they say they're going to make a great white whale, you know, show up in the middle of the room and they don't, you know. So <laughs> right. you're, you're, you're kind of excited for a moment. And in a then way, you're... I did talk about a great white whale in this episode. Yeah, you did. Totally. Yeah. And then me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, we do love each other, so we're able to talk to each other this way. And I exactly. think that that matters. I think it's it's good to have people that you can rely on yes. when things are going sideways in your life. Yes. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I think you'll enjoy this episode from my end. And my end, you'll just be, um, well, it'll, it'll exist. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, this intro really is weird because it almost seems like it's just an extension of the podcast episode. Yeah. So we should just shut up. We're going to shut up now. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that. So enjoy. This is my conversation with Tim Rooney. And, and this is my conversation with Chris Howard. And here we are. <laughs> this is it. We're doing it. Yeah, this we're is, on. This is yeah. Get get that 
Yeah, let me right get up, the microphone right up, up at in, your face. in my face. Yeah, it, it, just go ahead and eat it. There we go. Okay, it wasn't turning. Got it. Yeah, we need this like right, right at your there. face. Okay. Okay. That's good. Awesome. Yeah, we're off to a great start. Yeah, this is a pretty good episode. <laughs> so, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh, oh, wait, no, we had a thing to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this uh, this episode's going to be uh, a little different, maybe than some of the past episodes. Because uh, there's going to be a little bit of a back and forth. Uh, this is a split that is going to be both a let's laugh about death and a coffee over suicide crossover. Yes. Yeah. This is Marvel meets DC. <laughs> and and I'm going to have to let Chris have the Marvel title. You know, well, cause... no. I mean, if it's DC, I'm Plastic Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if it's Marvel, then I'm uh, uh, Squirrel Girl. So I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Plastic Man and Squirrel Girl, right yeah. again. Actually, you know what? I was reading an interesting article one time where it was like, who are the most powerful characters? Not that this is going to all of a sudden turn into a, like a like a geek podcast, but you know, I mean, shit, we are geeks. So turn into, yeah, true. <laughs> or focus on, yeah. Um, but uh, they actually listed Squirrel Girl as like one of the most powerful because she can control all squirrels, kind of thing. You know, right. and it's like yeah. I was like, that's interesting. I wasn't even familiar with the character because I'm not a big comic geek. But yeah, that's not nothing. No, no, no. I mean, so <laughs> why don't we do this? Uh, we'll we'll start on on this side of the table because I was the first person to talk. So okay. technically, I guess I won the coin toss. Yeah. Uh, let me start by asking you some stuff. Cool. Uh, so. You are the host mm-hmm. of Let's Laugh About Death, uh, the uh, sister podcast on the Randomify Network, and uh, you had to take an unexpected hiatus. What happened? Well, I had a, a severe case of life, and, uh, you know, shit happens. Um, just uh, craziness at work. Um, won't go into the details much, but basically the thing that we had all been uh, culminating to for the last eight months, nine months. Um, we weren't a hundred percent ready for it, but it ended up happening. And so it was kind of like, okay, let's, uh, you know, patch the leaks in the roof and figure out where the holes are. And it was just doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, it's better now. So that's good. Um, but, uh, one day when I had to work on a day off, when we were preparing for all this, I was working from home and I had, uh, we, we used to have four cats. Okay. And two of them had died uh, a while back and we moved out to Colorado here with two cats and a dog. And the one cat was my buddy. He was the best cat I've ever had. I've had shit, probably 10 cats or so in my life, maybe more. I don't know. And this one was like, he was like a dog, you know, he was, he would, he would greet me when I came home, that kind of stuff, you know? And, um, he was getting kind of, they were both getting up there in age and, uh, you know, we knew they didn't have a lot of time left. He had had some kidney issues and stuff for the last couple of years and we prolonged his life with a quality of life, not just for our own selfish purposes of, Hey, we can have our pet around. But, uh, there was one day where he just wasn't looking so good and, my wife went and she's like, you know, keep an eye on, on Saturn was his name. Keep an eye on Saturn. And, uh, so I'm working from home and I keep focusing on my cat. And basically I was watching my cat die while I'm on this meeting that I really could give two shits about. And the uh, meeting, not the cat. Yeah. Yeah. The meeting, meeting or yeah, the meeting, Yeah, um, the meeting you could not give two shits about. <laughs> 
it's no, but uh, uh, and we joke about it. You know, we have to joke about it because I mean, shit, that's what my podcast is about. But yeah, we uh. You know, it was it was really hard to watch. You know, be like texting my wife, going, "Honey, we got to take him in." You know, so and we we were able to hold off a little bit. You know, I was able to chill with him on the uh, bed with her and him for you know about an hour or so, and then we waited till Aiden got home, let him say goodbye, and then we took him in. And it was just you know the way we had to take him in, we had to trick him into getting into the cat carrier, which I hated. Um, you know, his. The place he hated the most, of course, was the vet, which most pets do. But, you know, some pets don't have a problem with it so much. And uh, just, you know, having to watch him go, you know, that bothered me. And then so we had the last cat left, and he ended up going on like two weeks later. And so, you know, and and it's one of those things where it's like we've, we, just, we chose to keep all their ashes. And we made a joke at one time where... Uh, uh, you know, we, we had two of them up on the wall. We have them like on a shelf and, you know, and I made a joke, you know, it's like, Hey, we're going to have a full set sometime, you know? And, uh, sure enough, you know, we got, we got the one cat's ashes and it's like, we got a full set, you know, and, uh, <laughs> got to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know? So, and that's kind of, you know, yeah, the it, lead, uh, catcher on Pokemon was Ash. Yeah, so there you go. It's, it's very Perfect. <laughs> perfect. So, yeah, we've got a, you know, a shelf with four pokey boxes. Um, <laughs> you know, they're not as colorful, but they're, uh, you know, they got the names of the monster on there and everything. So Yeah, but, that's not uh, nothing. No, but, um, you know, and, and I'm glad that they're not suffering, you know, and that's what any. Well, ashes res- don't suffer. <clears throat> if they're snorted, you know, and that's, someone, that's something we are thinking about doing is on their anniversaries, you know, we might just snort a little bit, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but no, but seriously. Um, Make it festive. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's... Put uh, the fun back in funeral. Exactly, you know, put them in, like, a confetti launcher and just blast them out. But, no, I, uh, um, I, I really, though... (laughs) That's a terrible birthday. (laughs) (laughs) On the birthday cake, it could be like, oh, we got a little bit of sand. Take them to a hockey game, throw them on the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Boo! Hey, if Detroit could do octopus, you know, we could throw cat ashes out there. But, um... No, so that hit So that me. took up some time. Yeah, it took up time because... Because you were supposed to do an interview that day, right? Oddly, I was supposed to do an interview both days. So I had an interview that was scheduled um, on the one cat's day that I was watching him die. Um, and that never got rescheduled. I don't know and whatever. Um, and then uh, I canceled twice on somebody um and i and i apologize to him and i'll get him on the on the podcast but there was a one thing i had to cancel for for other reasons and then there was another thing that i canceled for just because i was depressed you know um a week later and it was like you know what i just don't have it in me and so he understood so he's very cool so we'll get him on there at some point but it was at that moment where i'm like you know what i'm gonna take a break uh i got only 17 episodes but you know again that ain't nothing and yeah it's not it's a good place to stop. Um, shit, most TV shows only go 10, so I go, well, you know, 17 episodes. I'll take a little hiatus, and that's all it is. You know, I'm not I'm not done. I, uh, In fact, I'm planning on recording some uh, episodes or at least one long mega episode when I go back for our 10th movie uh, with the Haunted Saginaw series. So I'm going to try and interview some of the people involved in that. Um, one of the guys from Ghost Hunters, that kind of stuff. It'd be interesting to get his perspective on what he thinks happens when we die, you know. I bet you it involves ghosts. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or Parcheesi, you know. <laughs> one of the two. 
Or ghost cheesy. Ghost cheesy, yes. In fact, there's a theory. Yuck. <laughs> there's a theory that uh, part of the reason why ghosts exist is because they have unfinished business. And maybe they like playing part cheesy. You know, who knows? Maybe that's what he'll tell me. <laughs> but there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. That's a lot to do. So, I mean, how is that going to feel to go back uh, to Saginaw and be a part of this thing that... You know, it was so important to you for so long. It's it, It's got to be a little bit like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, the Beatles letting Stu Sutcliffe uh, come to town. You know what I mean? You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah look at that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, hey. Well, I mean, in all honesty, the thing has been a success for, at least in Saginaw, for the last 10 years. We've sure. had 4,000 people show up every year, you know, right. like clockwork. And it's it's really incredible, you know. And I do look forward to going and getting up on stage, and it's fun to have the crowd cheering and all that kind of stuff because they genuinely get into it. Um, yeah. This is going to be a slightly different experience because I haven't seen the whole movie. Yeah. You know? The the previous ones, I would see it either if I was helping edit or, you know, uh, at least seeing a pre-screening. In the earlier the earlier films, we had another guy who was uh, uh, assisting uh, Prozac with the editing, Steve. And, uh, you know, now um, the last few movies – I was more in there with him, so I got a real hands-on feel of him. And uh, this one, I've he showed me some scenes, you know, um, over over uh, webcam, and uh, it's going to be neat because there's going to be stuff I have not seen. You yeah, know? Uh, it was like I did watch. I wasn't in the last movie, so we've had ten movies, and I wasn't in number nine. And so the first time I saw it was on Amazon Prime, and I'm just like, this is pretty wild, you know, to watch it for the first time. So I had no idea what to expect. And so, yeah, it's definitely a Stu Sutcliffe kind of thing where I'm not, I'm not really, a, I mean, I'm a member, yeah. but I'm a satellite member now, you yeah. know? So, and I know he would be, he would have no problem being like, yeah, come on back, you know, and uh, be in something or whatever, but I just can't. It's not like, it's not like before where, you know, it'd be three, four, five months of editing. You well, know? because this takes a long time to compile. Oh God, I mean, yeah. like, it, it's almost like with a, uh you know, with a, a documentary, I mean, there's only, there's only so much of having cameras running for 12 hours at a time, you yeah. know, before you finally get four seconds of something of what the fuck was that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like you're going through and you're filtering through, you know, 90 hours or more or whatever yeah. of footage. It's and a full-time job with overtime. Absolutely. On we, top of people's full-time jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we were, we were, uh, when we would edit, it would be shit you know when i when i was editing when i was his assisting editing with him because he puts in more time than i do um when i was assisting him with it it was nothing to put in you know a month or two straight of 16 hour days yeah you know i would get there it was like walk in start editing leave go home go to bed wake up go back you know um seven o'clock in the morning we're finishing and we're starting up at 5 p.m and all we did was just you know edit um and, uh, yeah, but you know, it's, it's exhilarating though, to see the efforts and to see people's excitement because we've had people last year, they had people come from England to Saginaw, Michigan to check out one of these films just to be part of it. Wow. You know? Yeah. We get a lot of people from all over the country, you know, um, I've got fans myself in, you know, other parts of the world, uh, uh, Netherlands and things like that, where they hit me up every once in a while. And it's, it's just neat. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's fun to be able to know that you've you've crossed some sort of cultural barrier. Totally, totally. You know, and in fact, uh, I think a couple of them are listening to the Let's Laugh About Death podcast. You nice. Know? So that's cool. It's neat. So, and I was going to announce 
the Let's Laugh About Death podcast at the premiere, but I decided, you know what, if I'm in the middle of a hiatus, that might be a bad time. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be a great opportunity, but... Well, just tell them it's premiere. It's uh, coming back in 2020. Yeah, maybe. That's not a bad idea. Maybe 20, I'll just make an announcement on stage. 2020 is not far from here, my friend. No, no. It's like <laughs> six weeks or whatever, so... Yeah, it's right around um, the corner. Totally. So, yeah, it's, um, uh, it, it's something that I... Uh, um, you know, I enjoy doing the podcast. The hardest part is just getting guests. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm a little lazy on that, admittedly. But, um, you know, and it was just a case of with all the life happening and I had ran out of, you know, recorded episodes and I just didn't have it in me to, you know, to, to push on. And so, you know, and it's not like... Uh, it's not like I dread doing the talking. It's not like I dread talking to the people. I enjoy that, yeah. you know. The hardest part is just finding people. And so... That's something I'm going to take a different approach at, and um, yeah. Well, it's not even so much necessarily of finding people, but I mean, there is a certain level of quality. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, there's there's a level of uh, because you don't want to just talk to. Uh, I mean, you, you know, I've I've often said that the the best podcast yes guest is the person who says yes, mm-hmm. uh, but there's an asterisk by that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because some pretty bland fucking people can say yes. <laughs> and then, you know, you're trying to spin silk out of this yeah. straw. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, everybody's got at least a couple of interesting stories. Oh, in of them. course. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I think there's something to be learned, even from the ones that are say less than exciting, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. something to be learned from that. And there's, there's kind of a value in keeping you on your toes as trying to be someone who can keep things entertaining for the audience. Yeah. But that's, fucking work it is work well and and the guy who canceled on me he uh you know i told him i was like hey man i just don't have it in me and and he even said he was like you know well you know i i don't know what it's gonna be you know in terms of an episode and i was like hey man it'll it'll be fine you know we'll we'll go ahead we'll make something out of it he goes and he said he goes uh and i took this as a huge compliment he (laughs) goes um yeah but you you have an ability to make the dictionary interesting and i'm like well thank you So I genuinely, I genuinely took that as a huge compliment. So if he's listening to this, yeah, uh. yeah. Well, and you do have that ability, and that's what makes you a good host. Um, you know, the ability to stretch yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, kind of pick things up and follow the threads wherever they're going. Totally. Um, you know, the the trouble with something like that when you get someone who needs some direction, mm-hmm. it's not so much that maybe they're a bad storyteller or no. a bad guest. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It can be if you're not completely checked in. Uh, you might not be directing them in the way they need to be directed. I, Absolutely. I, it's, it's, it's almost like uh, when you're talking to somebody who's kind of green, mm-hmm. it, it's like you're talking – it's like you're trying to direct a little kid in a movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see that Jake Lloyd kid in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Yippee! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's a lack of direction. Yeah. I'm sure that kid was fine. He was in other movies and he was fine. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. but in that movie, you know, you, it, the fucking, yeah. I, it, don't get me started on Star Wars. But the, the point is, <laughs> the point is, um, you know, when you're the host, mm-hmm. you got a host. You got to oh, facilitate. Yeah. And if you, if you catch yourself checked out. It's going to come through. And oh, totally. Believe totally. me, I, I've even had people where I, I, like I was having a day and it was like, well, uh, hopefully the guest helps me find it today. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is true. That is true. And that's, and I guess I didn't want to have to put that on this particular sure. person, you know, because I just, I figured, you know what, rather than wasting their time, I gave them enough of a heads up to be like, Hey, I'm I don't have it in me today. 
Well, know? tell me a little bit about uh, let's let's celebrate these seventeen episodes that you got in. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about what you've learned over the course of making this show. Well, I learned the technical side of it. You know, I was terrified yeah. the first time. Um, I've, I still have to consult to my notes because, you know, I've, like I said, I've got the memory of a starfish, but I'm able to move through it a lot quicker now. Um, I, uh, I've gotten better at being able to direct, if you will, yeah. you know, because I always make it a point. Every episode comes down to the, the question, you know, what do you yeah. think happens when we die? You know, we yeah. can sit there and talk about, you know, corn chips and all that kind of stuff. But as long as it comes back to, okay, fine. What do you think? I don't care. You like ranch? You oh, Good. Great. So what do you think happens when we die? You yeah. know? And it's like, that's the thing. And, I, and I'm not, I don't do it at, that abrupt, but sometimes I have. I mean, hell with you. It was like right it out the gate. It was the, the first question you asked me. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I was green. Yeah. And, uh, and I honestly, that kind of made it interesting. I mean, that's, the, there, there is a certain instinct that was within you. Totally. Um, you know, the, the only rule about the rules is that, you know, once in a while you got to break them. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Yes. So it's funny that we're doing all this inside baseball, like for, <laughs> you know, absolutely no one. Nobody, yeah. nobody gives a shit about this. No, uh, but, but, you know. But what did you learn? What, what did you learn like existentially? Because you have to have heard a whole lot of different viewpoints. I mean, you, I remember you came to me saying, uh, I'm going to ask that same question every episode. How is that going to stay interesting? You want to tell me how it stayed interesting? <laughs> Honestly, the way it stayed interesting, well, there was one of the guests. I'm keeping everybody anonymous at this point. Um, There was one of the guests who said something that I've brought up in several episodes later that it it, it hit me almost like a fucking bag of potatoes. Um, Not anything to do with... We'll get into that. (laughs) We'll get into that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) hit me in the face like a bag of potatoes where it was like, holy shit, I never thought about that. I never put it in that perspective. And that was... You know, uh, she says, you know, that, that, you know, we were talking about how, you know, some people say, oh, there was nothing when I, when I, I came close to death and I saw nothing and other people, they see the, the blinding light and other people, they see dead relatives and other people, they see, you know, I don't know, Teletubbies or whatever, but she was saying everybody's life is different. So why should everybody's death be the same? And I was like, mind blown. I'm like, holy shit. That changes everything. That changes everything. I mean, you know, for all we know, when when some people die, they see things from their culture that comes and sees them, and it's all. And and when you think about it in that context, it's like, okay, why would I see geisha girls, for example? Yeah. You know, whereas you know, I, I with with my upbringing and everything, you know, I you could go back ancestrally and say, well, the Irish, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I might see you know bagpipes and Gaelic dancers and all that, and it's like, well, but my mind knows. United States in yeah. the 70s to present kind of thing. So my mind would be, you know, video games and, you know, whatever, Star Wars and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, if it's going to be things from my subconscious or it's going to be relatives that I knew. And it's like when you think about it in that context, it's like, yeah, why would everybody's, you know, life be the same? I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be flashbacks. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same kind of journey. I mean, think of how many times you, or how many different ways you can get to work. Yeah. You know, you can take a bus, you can take a train, you can, you know, ride piggyback, whatever, but this would be that same kind of journey. So who says that there's only one way to get to the end point, you know? And I'm just like, it's all this stuff comes back flying to me and all that. And it's like, yeah, existentially, I've learned a ton. Everybody of those 17 people, every single person has had at least one different way of looking at it. Yeah. 
you know, or, or something interesting about it that is different from everybody else. Right. So, you know, I've had some people say, you know, nothing happens. And it's like, okay, we'll expand on that. And then they were like, well, our, our soul, how did it, how did they put it? Um, our identity is gone. So therefore we're gone. And it's like, okay, but you're still there. You're just not an individual. And it's like, ah, okay. You know, that's an interesting way of looking at it. So yeah, yeah there's yeah. just a lot of, a lot of cool. The drips go back to the ocean. Go back to the ocean. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, it's definitely been rewarding doing it. Um, and I guess a lot of it comes down to, I wanted to do the show justice and I just didn't want to start putting out shit. Right. You know, I didn't want this to be one of those albums where it's like, well, they were great until he started doing heroin, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually know? it's the other way. They it were usually, great until he got sober. Until he got sober. <laughs> yeah. That's usually the case. But, um, you know, it's like, I didn't want to do that to the show. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm not going to just phone it in. Yeah, if you can't give it your your 100%, um, you know, it's time to reevaluate. It, totally. Now, yeah. that said, mm-hmm. I think this segues pretty perfectly into me having to talk about where I'm at. Yes. <laughs> so, now we're going to slowly bring up the whole potatoes thing. That'll be coming up soon, you know, wait for yeah. it. But yeah, uh, for so- those of you who are so excited to hear about where this potato metaphor is coming from. Oh, you lucky so-and-so. <laughs> so uh, now, Let's turn the, the tables. tables. Yeah, yep. you're, you're interviewing me now. Okay, so tell me what... Not like that. Oh. oh. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Please, tell me. Uh, no, but uh, <sighs> we'll come right out the gate. So what happened? Wow. Okay. Uh, so this is the this is the easy version. Um, if you want to know the, uh, I guess some of the the more immediate thoughts that I had on this, you can go back and listen to uh, the season premiere where I talked to Alf and I talked about um, uh, going through a crazy depression and uh, getting on medication. Mm. Uh, that was back in April. Yeah. So. Uh, and April was when I was finally starting to feel like a human being. Um, really, honestly, I, I was driving down the highway with my eyes closed yeah. in February. I mean, it was just like, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even a sadness. It was just a complete void. Yeah. It was an emptiness. Um, and that terrified me. So I was like, all right, well, I'm clearly not making enough of the right chemicals. Store-bought's okay. Uh, so... <laughs> I went to the, I I didn't even go to a psychiatrist because I wanted this to be, you know, possibly temporary. Yeah. So I just went to my family doctor Mm -hmm. and, you know, I filled out the form where, you know, they go through all the stuff and it's like, do you feel little or no pleasure in things you used to enjoy uh, on a scale of one to 10? And I wrote a 12. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, (laughs) um, and I thought they'd think it was funny. I really did that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did they think it was funny? Nobody commented. So, you know. (laughs) They're like, oh, only a 12 guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, look at this guy. Um, yeah. I got another 12. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but, uh, you know, I, I started taking medication and um, the medication did its job. Okay. And and it was wonderful. Yeah. It, it really helped me get over the hump. It did everything it needed to do. But the caveat to that is with any medication, there's diminishing returns. Yeah. And so after a certain point, you've got to make a decision whether you want to up your dosage to stay level mm-hmm. 
or quit. Yeah. And I decided to quit. And when did you decide uh, to make – when did you – I was going to say decide to make that decision. That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> when did you make that decision? Um, it, uh, for one, that's not stupid. Um, that's a, that's, oh, that's a perfectly true. acceptable You do sentence. have to uh, – you have yeah, to come you have to, to the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have to make a decision to decide. To decide. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. So, yeah, I made the decision to decide. <laughs> okay. You know what? I take it back. That is stupid. <laughs> that is pretty dumb. <laughs> That's like I did the thing with I was, the thing, you know. I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt in two nah, words. Come on. But uh so <laughs> so this is where we are now. It was probably um I started weaning myself off of it uh right around October. Okay. Um the trouble also with all of this too, uh along with the medicine having diminishing returns, is that one of the returns it was having was on uh my weight. And it was, gotcha. uh, it was returning very well in that regard. <laughs> uh, so I'm typically when I look, uh, uh, I, you know, typically when I'm not paying attention to mm-hmm. anything, if I'm not watching my diet and whatever, and I'm not exercising harder than I normally do, mm-hmm. I rock around 180. Jeez. You know? And that's, that's my typical place to live. Yeah, that, that's like my goal weight. I'm a little... <laughs> You know, a little, you know, I don't have any abs or anything. I'm a little doughy in the middle, but I'm not, you know, I'm not over my belt. You know see, what I mean? See, see, I'm happy when I go from not morbidly obese to just obese. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> These are my good for you pants. <laughs> These are the ones I can wear with a button. <laughs> not just a belt. I don't need exactly. <laughs> Uh, and I know how that works now because uh, I, I got myself all the way up to uh, over 230 pounds. Yeah. Which, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm five foot nine. Yeah. So that's crazy. Well, that's that's my neighborhood right yeah. there. You know? Yeah. But I mean, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, I just always <clears throat> rock around in that. Yeah. But I have one thing that I, that, that you have going for you is. You have a clear, defined, definitive, you know what caused it. Yeah. yeah. You know, for, for the most part. I'm pretty sure. And it was gotta... a combination of a couple of things. And let me tell you what those two things are. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, thing number one, uh, I believe, um, and I believe this completely, I believe that the the uh, SSRI that I was taking. And what is um, an SSRI? Uh, it's a serotonin uptake inhibitor i I forget what the The actual ss yeah i forget i forget exactly what that means Mm -hmm. um because you know i'm no doctor Uh, (laughs) and i didn't bother Uh, (laughs) i knew it once i forgot it i used to know html code too i don't know that anymore either well um the thing is it, it so what it does is you're not you're not producing serotonin regularly enough and so you're just constantly in a depressive state now Obviously, I'm bipolar, and I've been mm-hmm. very open about that on the oh, show. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, what your not, show is about. Yeah, yeah. I should not be on an antidepressant. I should be on, you know, lithium or some kind of mood stabilizer. Um, uh, to to try to. I don't know why I laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just combat the uh, the effects of that. But I ju- I don't want to do that. I yeah. want to ride the roller coaster. Totally. Um, I'm this tall. I should ride. So <laughs> so I just I. I I'm taking this and the problem with uh, medications that mess with your serotonin is that your serotonin is directly connected to metabolism. 
Now, gotcha. I was on a pretty mild dose, mm-hmm. but I can honestly say that once the depression was over and I started to get active again, um, you know, running, mm-hmm. skateboarding, uh, you know, d- general exercise. I walk. I've, I don't think I've taken an elevator in years. Damn. Um, I always take the stairs. I work on the third floor of my building and it's like, it's just, that's just how I live. I yeah. live pretty active. Um, and I just kept seeing my weight go up and up. Yeah. And so I started changing my diet. My weight just kept going up and up. Hmm. Now. That's scary. The other piece of that mm-hmm. is that as I was starting to get, uh, sad about how fat I got, mm-hmm. um, there were, and the medication started to wear off, mm-hmm. um, and it started to not be doing its job quite as much anymore. Um, there is that thing that you get if you're uh, a clinically depressed person mm-hmm. where you can't handle silence. Um, and so I can't okay. handle silence in any way, shape or form. Um, I've got to have a fan running. I've got to have noise on my phone playing or something and, and or, why, or I can't sleep. Why is that? Because otherwise, uh, I'm going to talk to me and everything that I'm not doing right in my life is oh. going to be there for me to try to unpack at the end of the day. Like this is everything you didn't get accomplished. This is where you're a failure. This is where it's all going wrong. Okay. Um, these are all the things that you have to worry about. And this is, this is why you suck. And <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So, so that comes in to fill the silence. Yeah. Unless there's something there f- to focus on instead of that. Gotcha. Um, well, uh, the other thing that helps silence those voices is wine. <laughs> uh, and apparently, uh, at lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was drinking no longer just socially or for fun. Uh, but I was drinking just so I could go to sleep. I mean, it was it was the equivalent of taking like a Tylenol PM. Yeah, Only yeah. It was uh, you know by the end there. Sometimes it was a full bottle of wine. Damn. With you know no no drunkenness or hangovers. So it wasn't even fun. It was no. It was just yeah. It was just, it was it was relaxing. It was nice. Yeah. Wine tastes delicious. It's good. I, I you know I enjoy it. Yeah. But but I was using it like a utility. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It was it was medicinal as opposed to recreational. Kind yeah. Of thing. Completely. Yeah. It's yeah. like I mean you know you might like uh, the effects that you get from the Flintstones vitamins, but you know <laughs> if you're just chewing on them because you like the way they taste. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's <laughs> you know, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's it was kind of that, and so a combination of factors. So I saw my doctor. I said I'm off the medication. Mm-hmm. Um, my brain is a little fuzzy, and she said, "Yeah, that's going to last maybe you know a week or so, or you know sometimes a little longer, depending on how long you've been taking it. Yeah, you're going to feel like shit for a little while, and you know if whatever you're doing doesn't work, we'll just take you out back and shoot you." And okay, yeah, uh, but it's a final solution. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things so, that, not to be mistaken. Never mind, that's a yes, bad topic. But so. We're not going there, we're not going there. Uh, you know, I am six percent Jewish, so <laughs> I'm a little offended by that. Are you really? Yeah, I am. That's awesome. Yeah, you didn't catch it from the, the Jufro and the nose. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I can say that they're my people, they're your people. I'm chosen. I don't, yes, I was well, I was chosen last because I'm only six percent, but <laughs> you know. They didn't call me over for kickball. <laughs> oh boy, this is really going this off got, the rails. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> to get this back on track, yes. Um, uh, essentially, I I decided I gotta I, I just gotta quit drinking 
you know, at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gone out a couple of times since then and, and didn't feel the need to do it out either. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it was, it, it was one of those things where I, I got to just start paying attention again. It was like, it was like a real wake up call. Okay. Like, hey, you've, you've got to pay attention because you've been doing a lot of things sort of mindlessly. And that said, uh, I got excited okay. um, when podcastguest.com uh, kind of kind of picked me for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, and, and it, it, to sort of run with it and, you know, they gave me a shot and I ran with it. Uh-huh. And uh, a bunch of people wanted to do the show. I just got to point out, I did that whole thing where you can like tell somebody's like taking a sip because they go, <laughs> I always find that fascinating. In a, um, in a like a minute way. Anyway, sorry. Continue. But but I, I I got this list of people who wanted to do the show. Yeah. And so yeah, a I, lot of them I remember. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the first day it was like it was like thirty people. That's um, fucking you know, crazy. And then it just kind of kept picking up a little bit here and there, here and there. Yeah. And uh, so I just reached out to everybody. Said, "Hey, love to have you on the show. Here's my calendar." And uh, forty people booked. Uh, and Damn. so my August and September, uh, I was recording like every other day, sometimes two episodes a day <laughs> and I, I got lost. Yeah. I do remember you being pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. I, I couldn't period. remember, yeah. like I'd be looking at my release schedule and I, and I would, cause I had it all scheduled out and I'd look at my calendar and I wouldn't know who that person was, yeah. what we talked about. I would have absolutely zero memory of of any of it uh, until I saw a picture of their face. Uh, sometimes that was what it did. Sometimes I saw a picture of their face and I went, I still don't, I don't know, I still who, don't oh know who that is. Yeah. Uh, and I had to listen to part of the episode to, to before jog. I would remember, like, yeah. who was this? What did we talk about? Um, and so it was that thing of... Uh, when it came time to do the intros and outros for the episodes, uh, not that I've ever been a consummate professional, yeah. but, uh, there have been a couple where, I mean, they just went off the rails and I said, Hey, that's, uh, that's bananas, but we're keeping it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, enjoy that. Yeah. Well, you know, and that you bring it's up just a lot of work and, yeah. and then getting the, I, I used to do a thing where about a week before the episode would drop. I would have all of the links worked out. I'd have the artwork worked out, and I would contact the guest. I would I would see if they had any changes, mm-hmm. uh, and I would I would pass all of this stuff in front of them mm-hmm. and see what they thought. And then uh, uh, now, mm-hmm. with how fuzzy things have kind of been, um, it's been you know like oh I forgot I'm putting this up tomorrow, <laughs> and I just made the flyer. Uh, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, and it's nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so if you don't respond to this in the next five minutes, this is what's going live. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you're okay. <laughs> um, and there have been a couple where it was like, no, you, you got to change something. It's like, oh shit. Well, like okay. a photo or okay. something? Yeah. Yeah. Change oh, wow. the photo. Okay. Or, you know, the photo is the hardest part. Yeah. But, that's yeah. But you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of to bring it all around to answer that uh that question um 
I hit myself with a sack of potatoes <laughs> because I've decided <clears throat> I'm wheezing. Sorry. To uh, well, that's okay, Weezer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> say it ain't so. Uh, <laughs> I've decided that I'm going to do something drastic. You know, being ever the person who kind of does like a small amount of research to make sure it's okay Mm -hmm. and then jumps. Gotcha. Um, That's me. Um, I think I can build a podcast room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I yeah. think it'll be I think it'll be four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, but you know what though? Go. I am so fucking proud of us for this room. It, so am I. It really turned out pretty fucking great. But I mean this is one of the one of the benefits of doing just enough research to get yourself in hot water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't like paint ourselves into a corner because there no. was no corner. <laughs> yeah, no, we we did. We yeah. literally did. We when we were building and we started to put the walls up and we realized they didn't line up right. Like, yeah. And then it was, okay, how do we restructure this so that works? Well, we started doing research halfway through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It started with an idea. Yeah. Um, much like this. So yes. uh, I've got all of this weight to lose. Um, I'm like about 50 pounds before before I'm comfortable. Comfortable, yeah. Um, and... Uh, I was like, I got to get rid of this right away because mm-hmm. it's it's making me incredibly unhappy. And I realized, yeah. like, like uh, it hasn't stopped me from doing any of the stuff I want to do. Um, I, I still – I found out there's a skate park just down the street from my house. And I've been oh, going. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm going skateboarding. Um, Very cool. And sucking at it. Well. Because now I'm a fat guy. Yeah. And being a fat guy trying to ollie – it's goddamn hard. I have all of this weight to lift into the air and it's, it's hard. Um, but I'm doing it. Uh, you know, I'm going to the skate park, I'm running, I'm wheezing and sweating yeah, and yeah. Uh, all of that, but I'm running, you know, it hasn't stopped me, but it's made everything unpleasant. It that's, and that speaking as a, pet, uh, uh, you know, a lifetime fat guy. <laughs> Um, that has been... Do you have a handbook for the recently? <laughs> yes. As... <laughs> Could I inter- interest you in fatness? Um, handbook you know, for like... the recently engorged. Engorged. That's, that's the word. I was looking for a word. No, no, that's... It's, uh... That's very challenging. You know, one of the hardest steps is, you know, at least... Here's the difference. Is I remember one time watching a video of a guy who purposely was like, I'm in shape. And I'm going to start eating like shit and gain 75 pounds and then lose it. So you can see that you can do it too. And I'm like, yeah, that's a cool idea. But your body knows what it's like to be fit and healthy, you know? And so it's going to kind of morph back into that. It's like, okay, well, I know it's in here. Or at least mentally, you know what it's like to be healthy. Yeah. You know what it's like. You, I know you know what it's like to be thin and, you know, and thin. Yeah. yeah. I've always, ever since I've been little, I've always been the equivalent of 20 pounds overweight, you know? And right now I would love to be 20 pounds overweight. I'm, God, I'm, I weigh 240, 245-ish in that range there. And I should be weighing probably about 165. So yeah. I'm about 80 pounds overweight, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I think putting your mind to it and having your mind go, oh, this feels familiar. You know, it knows yeah. it, it knows the ending to the movie. And it's excited for the ending. It's waiting for the chorus. My body doesn't know what that chorus is. Well, you know? and that's the thing. I mean, there, there's... So... To, to think that you can have 
uh, a healthy mind mm-hmm. um, when your body's not healthy. Yeah, is, is crazy. Yeah, because it's because I mean your mind is part of your body. <laughs> exactly, it's it's a muscle. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you're um, you know, and you can. I mean, there are things that you can do that'll, you know, literally change the way your brain works. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and physically change your brain with mm. just, just with behavior patterns. Um, so it's ridiculous to think that the rest of your body changing would have nothing to do with your brain. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I, and I can tell you that from experience, uh, you know, packing on the weight has definitely made things more unpleasant. It's made things hard. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's something that you know I want to do mm-hmm. because uh, it's it's honestly it's just made things difficult for me. It's made it's made depression a lot easier to dig its hooks in. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, it's not it's, just from... it's changed it's changed so many th- fundamental things. And so to answer where the potatoes come in, <laughs> yes. See, this is what this that's what the, the title should just be: just potatoes. About, uh, I guess it was probably about a year ago, maybe, maybe it was two at this point, even time is, time is blurry. Um, Kevin Smith had a heart attack yeah. uh, and his doctor told him, you've got to lose 50 pounds immediately. Damn. And so he went on this diet where to drop the weight immediately, he just ate potatoes for two weeks. So mm. nothing but potatoes, no butter, no sour cream, no salt, yeah, no, just potatoes. That's it. Just cooked or raw potatoes. Wow, that's it. Um, and the the science behind how it, the fuck do you eat a raw potato? Just like an apple, really? Yeah, I tried that once, and it's like not even palatable. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, you know, you should wash it first. Well, yeah, but I mean, just <laughs> yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, but but there's there is some science behind it. Um, yeah. Now you're it, because uh, because of the uh, the resistant starch in a potato, the way that potatoes work is they uh, they will uh, uh, that resistant starch will bind to the fiber of of the potato and essentially make it more of a, a fibrous food than a carby food. So it's dissolved and uh, worked out differently by your body. Okay. And this is a secret that like weightlifters and actors and all kinds of people do. It's like some people will, you know, if they got to cut some weight, mm-hmm. they'll just do potatoes for a while and, and just, you know, just cut the weight off. Um, it's uh it's and it's medically okay. Um, they they say that you probably shouldn't try to exercise too much because you're not going to be getting a lot of calcium. And you're ah, not going to be okay. getting a lot of uh, protein. Pro, gotcha. There's yeah. very little of either of those things. There's there's a, I mean you can take supplements and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know that's that's a good idea. But then afterwards, mm-hmm. um, you start introducing some raw vegetables. Um, raw vegetables. Yeah, raw vegetables. Now, uh, why can, raw as opposed to cooked? Um, there's well, there's a couple of different things behind it, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, you can add some cooked ones too. But you know, just make sure that they're they're uh, you know like whole. Yeah, and that they're not like processed or anything. Okay. Um, and and essentially the idea behind it is it's it's mostly for uh, you know, people who have had you know, like Kevin. 
mm-hmm. who like he had to lose some weight or he was going to die. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's mostly for people like that, like people who have had a very difficult time dropping some weight. Yeah. Um, and and under doctor's supervision, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, we're going to try this to get you to drop the weight quickly, and then the and then it it kind of. Going on that mono diet at the beginning of just potatoes, what it does is it completely resets your palate. Okay. And it completely resets your relationship with food. Yeah. Because yeah. plain potatoes are terrible. <laughs> um, and you just – you start eating as a utility. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's That's – I've, and then I've, when you start switching after a couple of weeks, when you start switching to stuff like, uh, you know, corn mm-hmm. and beans and things like that, it tastes amazing. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because now you're tasting all the stuff that you used to cover up with all that with bullshit. With butter or – yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You start getting all these natural flavors. And then if you continue to do it, like uh, like several people have, like Kevin is still a vegan mm-hmm. um, and uh, a pendulette – uh, famously lost a hundred pounds. Doing how, long, this. how long did it take him to lose that, or or Kevin for that matter? Uh, Kevin, let's see, he lost seventeen pounds in the first two weeks. Wow! Um, and then uh, it was the weight just started pouring off. So he was, I mean, he, man, he was he was huge. Yeah, he, he was, was really like a, huge. He was like a almost four hundred pounds or something. Like yeah, that, it if wasn't I'm not mistaken. It wasn't long before he actually got himself down mm-hmm. like to one hundred and ninety. Yeah, well, and and uh, you know, the more you weigh, the more weight will come off quickly, especially yes. if you go to a severe diet like that. Totally, you know, because it's calories. Yeah, it comes down to calories and that, and and uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, we we won't get into the math. But, yeah, um, but, but but again, you're right. There's some science behind that. There's some math behind that. Um, mm-hmm. But I decided that uh, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a shot. I'm gonna see if it works. Yeah. And has it worked at all for you yet? Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm on I'm only on day three, but I'm down five pounds in <laughs> three days. Yeah. Yeah. Most conventional diets. When I can see it. Yeah. Like when I look in the mirror, I can see it. Really? I can see I can see like that already some of the bloating is going away. Nice. So you know, it's uh, things are kind of shifting back to where they are. I I actually have a lot of energy. Really? Um yeah, it's That's crazy it's, considering how little calories well, and how little of anything you're getting. I have I have I mean, you can probably hear it in my voice. My voice sounds so much different than it normally does on the show. Normally I'm a fucking, you know, a methed out muppet. But <laughs> but uh no, towards the end of the day, yeah, uh, I don't have any energy left. I'm <clears throat> well, done. I am kaput at the end of the day. But yeah. uh, I am starting to be able to sleep. Like I'm going back to uh, all of the things that I f- that I learned I was avoiding or, uh, uh, you know, just trying not to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like I said, the 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 silence of of being able to sit with myself. It was something that I had gotten comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd started figuring out meditation and stuff like that, but you nice. know, it's a lot easier, uh, eat a big old meal and oh, yeah. uh, have a, have a couple glasses of wine. It'll knock you right out. <laughs> and it's a lot easier than dealing with your problems. <laughs> that's, and that right there is, that's the slippery slope. Yeah. Podcaster heal thyself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but that's, but that's where I'm at. I mean, that's, so that's where I'm at. Um, I, to summarize, uh, I was sad. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got less sad 
and then I got fat, and it made me sad, and so now I'm eating like I'm sad. That's to make me happy. Th- well, and that was a question I had for you earlier. <clears throat> what is the what is the the chemical get that that gets triggered when you eat a candy bar? Uh, uh, dopamine. Dopamine. Okay, yeah. so what is the relationship between dopamine and serotonin? Uh, they're cousins. They're cousins. Okay, yeah, so does food kind of fill that void oh, absolutely, a little bit? Absolutely, it does. That's okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Why, if you're fat, you eat more? Yeah. Kind of thing because you're getting. The dopamines with yeah. the chocolate or whatever shit you're eating. Oh, absolutely. Eating. Yeah. You know what I've discovered, though, is that it, through I, – I do love the challenge. Mm-hmm. Like when I was presented with this and it was like it was like just nothing but potatoes for two <laughs> weeks and see how much weight you can lose. I yeah. was like, oh, there's like a game show aspect to this. Kind of, yeah. And it's – you know, I'm – I'm hopefully going to be able to find a way to talk about this and make it interesting and because then it'll make me want to keep doing it. Absolutely. And we're doing that. Yeah. You know? And so that, uh, of course, you know, when this episode comes out, you'll have already gone past that. And maybe yeah. you could talk about it, you know, on the following episode or something. But, Things have uh, been strange. Things have been really strange. I, I It's like I've, I, I've realized that in some so many ways, like I, I, I had put myself back in that box again where I thought I had figured it all out and I was coasting. Yeah. And now there are so many things just slapping me in the face with a wake-up call. Like, yeah. pay attention to your life. Pay attention to the people in your life. I uh, I got a message yesterday that my aunt um, is in the hospital mm-hmm. and she's not doing well. And, you know, some of that is... Some of that is due to choices, and some of it isn't. And either way, it's not fair. Um, it just kind of is what it is. You know, yeah. it comes for us all. You know. Yes. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And Let's so, laugh you know, about it. Yeah. <laughs> but you make your choices, and and, and yeah. you say, you know what, this is how I'm going to go out. I. It's not going to be fun or graceful, but I accept it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and it looks like that may happen. How um, old is she? I don't know. I, I honestly, I mean, like sixties, seventies, yeah, yeah, like sixties, sixties, yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know, smoking and stuff, that's like forever, and, exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna quit. I'm just, this is how this is gonna go. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. I mean, there's a point where that makes sense. My yeah. brother, he knew he had weeks, months to live, so he was like, "Fuck yeah. it, why quit smoking now? That's dumb. I'm gonna, right. yeah, it makes me happy, so yeah. and it makes me feel better. But yeah, when you're like. You know, if you don't quit smoking, you're going to have a hole in your neck and a heart attack, you know, and it's just like, nah, I'll be fine. I'll I'm, take the hole. I'll take the hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to sound like Ned. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, um, it's one of those things where, you know, everybody, everybody, I think deep down inside feels that they're going to live forever. Yeah. You know, to some degree. I've sort of been confronting that a little bit lately too, because I'm realizing as well that, you know, my... My body is not reacting the way I want. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's almost like, you know, you're kind of like, like I, I've slept, I've slept, sleepwalked <laughs> through so many things, like, because I set myself up for a certain plateau of, of success, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Um, I automated everything good that was happening for me. You know what I mean? I set it on autopilot. Like, like I set up, I set up the podcast. I set up uh, going to work. I set up exercise. I set up meal times. I set up phone calls. I set up contacts. I set all of that up on a predictable autopilotable schedule, and all I gotcha. had to do was show up. Yeah, and half check in, and and it bit me. 
Interesting. And I didn't realize I was doing it. I didn't realize at all that I was doing it. And the thing that really drove that home for me happened today. Okay. Um, and this is, this is going to be a difficult thing for me. This is, and it's, I don't even, it's going to seem like a very small thing probably. Well, but this, this small thing was, I mean, it felt like a nail in me. Yeah. Um, what had happened was I, I, I call and talk to my mom once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a rocky relationship. Everybody kind of knows that who listens to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I, I love my mom. So we make it work. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's her. I'm just saying it's us. Yeah. Like, we're just two people that if we didn't know each other, we'd probably be fighting on the internet. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I love the analogy. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we do know each other. And since we care, we don't fight on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't talk to my dad all that much. Really? It's it, it's it's so strange to me. I realized today that he's been a constant presence in my life, mm-hmm. but mostly as an avatar. Mostly as uh, you know, um, a, uh, a a marble statue to look up to. As like you know, what would that guy do? And like, not even as a superhero, but mm-hmm. like more along the lines of this is a human being that struggled and made it work. Yeah. And so for me, that was like that was the pinnacle because yeah. you know none of us are going to be Superman, but some of us can be dude who got his shit together yeah yeah, yeah. pretty good guy yeah you know? <laughs> yeah exactly so i always kind of you know looked up to him that way but like over the years something strange has happened and he's just become a 70 year old man yeah and so i was talking to him on the phone today and it's it it was it was sort of a bummer because it was like he just said a couple of things that were like, "Ooh, mm. all right," you know, like the, like what? Uh, just uh, you know, Fox Fox News has really <laughs> done a number on my father, um, and it's kind of strange because you know my dad was, uh, you know, he always seemed to be pretty like he he never he never seemed to reveal his cards as far as where he was at politically, mm-hmm. but he always seemed to err on the side of decency and compassion. Mm-hmm. And so even like though I, I, as an adult, I figured, Oh yeah, he's, he's always voting Republican. I get it. Yeah. But that's because that's what you do when you're an old man. <laughs> like that's what you do, but he's, he's become kind of, you know, not savvy anymore. I mean, you know, he got his master's degree. He went to college. He yeah. was a substance abuse counselor. He understands psychology. Yeah. And I've kind of watched him sort of devolve into sort of a scared Midwesterner who thinks, who still thinks Obama's going to come take his gun away. Gotcha. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Obama's not. <laughs> he's, he's up. Fuck y'all. I'm in Chicago. I'm going to go parasailing. <laughs> Actually, (laughs) if you go in a bathroom, though, and turn the lights off and look in a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) And say his name. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Don't do that. No, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) But, um. But you know, it's yeah. it's kind of weird. It's and it's it's not even so much that we're we're politically opposed because you know I I got Republican friends. I don't give a shit about that. It's that he seems confused and scared. 
Gotcha. That's what it is. So he's no longer that avatar, again, of strength. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, we age and we get weaker. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's in his 70s. Yeah. And to kind of see, you know, what what appears to be like some of his, like, mental faculties. Yeah. Just kind of moving, you know, into old man territory. Kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah, that's... uh, um, I can I can genuinely relate because my mom's in a home right now. Yeah, you know, and she thinks she's on vacation. Yeah, you know, she thinks that it's that's got to be hard. Yeah, well, I mean, at least it gives me some comfort because she's happy-ish. Yeah, because she thinks she's on vacation. Right. You know, she'll tell me. I'll I guess call that's her. That's not nothing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like she's like, get me out of here. Because there are some. <laughs> right. I mean, there are some people who yeah. do that, and it's yeah, sad. Yeah, they come it's, out of it, and they're like, and where they're like, where the I fuck am I? I? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, she. Every time, you know, I'll talk to her and. Every time I tell her I've moved to Colorado and, you know, and she'll be like, well, I got to work tonight and I've got to, you know, and, and, and it was her birthday the other day. And I'm like, yeah, you made it to 82. And she's like, shut up. And I'm like, no, really? I mean, mom, you're 82. She's like, no, I'm not. You know, and she used How to. How old are you? <laughs> yeah. And, and she used to joke about that, about it that way when she had her faculties more. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. And I'm like, she's not joking anymore. Yeah. Now when she says that, I think she genuinely thinks she's in her 60s. And in fact, there was one time I talked to her, or somebody in the family did, and she, yeah, she thinks she's in her 60s. Well, still. she doesn't know your brother died. No. We don't, we, we haven't told her. Yeah. And I feel bad, but it's like, you know what? I don't want to have to keep telling her. Yeah. Why, why relive that over and over Why relive again? it? You know, you know because. It's going to be bad enough to hear it once. You got it. You got it. You know what? At this point, why should she have to hear it at all? <laughs> yeah. You know, and some people would probably think we're shitty for doing that, and there's been some debate. Maybe. You know? But honestly, I mean, you're your own judge and jury on that. Absolutely. And quite frankly, half the time, I mean, for, she's been losing her faculties for years. I mean, I've got two nephews, and their names are Sean and Michael. Yeah. And for the longest time, it was Sean and the other one. You know? <laughs> Seriously. So she's been kind of losing it for a while, probably yeah. since she's been about 70. And, um, yeah, she... Uh, so it's like one of us will call and she mixes up who we are and all that. So it's like if we told her Pat died, she probably wouldn't remember 20 minutes later, you know? So it's like, you know, and, and here's my fear. If we tell her that, I'd hate it for that to be the thing that sticks. And yeah. then she resents all of us, you right. know? Yeah. So it's like, we'll just leave it. And she's going to find out, Yeah, you know, whether, you know, I mean, I have said numerous times, I think there's something afterwards. Um, <coughs> oh man, I can't stop coughing. But, um, you know, either... That's the lies coming out of you. Yeah, well, I've been coughing a lot lately. (laughs) Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, that's a a whole other thing, but... um, so tell me what the uh, what the emotional forecast is. I mean, we've been going over the weather report for you know the rainy days <laughs> that we've had uh, in our souls uh, this this past hour, and uh, it, tell me what the weather holds moving forward. Like what? I mean, you don't even have to have anything concrete, but what are you thinking? Well, I mean, I've mentioned I've mentioned a uh, uh, a foundation that I want to get started. Uh, I mentioned that uh, a few. Uh, um, weeks ago on, on one of my last episodes. Yeah. And so that's something I'm focusing on. In fact, I was, uh, going to meet with the SBA, which is a small business administration today. Um, but, uh, that got rescheduled, uh, not by my part. I showed up and we got double booked. So, and he's very cool. This guy's going to meet me at a Starbucks up by me. So I think that's pretty neat. Um, but, uh, 
uh, I want to get that going. Um, again, launch the podcast. Um, and uh, when do you anticipate bringing it back? Probably after the new year. You know, I'm thinking like July or so. But I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I'll probably wait till the holidays are done and then launch again. I'm going to research into that podcast, guess. Um, early 2020. Yeah, early 2020. Um, I want to do like I did, you know, have a few banked up because it's it's definitely nerve-wracking when I've got, you know, I recorded it Saturday and it's going yeah. out Sunday. You know, I've done that. Yeah. So. You know, and especially if, you know, if, if you get, I mean, because life gets in the way. Yeah, Things happen. Totally. You know, you get sick. Uh, you have you have somebody drop out at the last minute, or you know, <laughs> heaven forbid, something dies. Something dies. And yeah, you've got to you know you've got to cancel something, and you've got nothing in the in the hopper. Exactly. Well, and and in fact, that was another thing that had happened that I just uh, was reminded of um, that uh, uh, I had a seizure. You know, I have seizures from time to time um, after the cat died, and with everything else going on, and the only thing we could think of is it's stress related. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, um, they happen. You can't when get I'm those in, because you're ugly, right? I had been having them for a while then. Uh, yeah, you know, that's only just. Uh, no, no, I would have been. I've. They've only developed the last couple of years. Yeah. So. You're saying I've only been ugly the last couple of years? Well, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it caught up with you. That's what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but um. <laughs> but no, the. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I, uh, just kind of deal with, you yeah. know, and it happens when I sleep. So it's not like it's anything that's, you know, a major issue, but it's still, I, after I come out of one, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like I've been, you know, working out for seven hours straight, yeah. you know, my, my shoulder is still tweaked from it, you know, cause I do the shaking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I did have my wife videotape it though. And I said some weird shit. So that was fun. You ought to set that to music. <laughs> I think she deleted it though. Ah. I know. God, that would have been great. Or at least, you know, something with it. <laughs> Yakety you know? sacks. <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't videotape the, uh, the floppy bounce though. Oh, she just okay. videotaped me coming out of it. Oh, well then who cares about that? Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, the yakety sacks was a fucking bouncing. Oh, that would be awesome. Dude, I'm going to get fucking home video cameras and and just hook them up so that, you know. Well, see, now you have goals. I have goals. Something to I'm look gonna, forward to. You know what? I'm going to embrace the stress. I'm going to get so stressed. I'm going to, you know, shit. I'm going to go spend all my money on the lottery and bank on it. I'm going to bank my rent on the lottery and then boom. And then. Seizure. Well, seizure. Yeah. But. uh, <laughs> It'll be another kind of seizure too when they come repossess your shit. Yes. Well, this has been uh, this has been really great. Uh, I, I I'm glad that we had this talk because you know honestly, it's it's not often that we get to do this anymore. Uh, so what better way for friends to stay in touch than to be on each other's podcast? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, you know what? You gave me an idea. I remember when you came back from season two. Yeah. You had Alf interview you. Maybe I should have you interview me. Absolutely, that could be fun. You know, we'll get so. Alf to interview you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I don't know you. I don't know you. What's and, your deal? Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, um, yeah, it'd be, you know, three minutes. Done. So. <laughs> and just let me know when you're going to start talking about something interesting and we'll go. And we'll go. Yeah. We've been going an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> nice. Thanks for talking to me. Hey, definitely. Thanks for having me on and thank you for being on mine. Oh. Man, it was a blast. That's cool. This is almost like a podcast 69. I liked it. <laughs> it's a 72. It's a 72. <laughs>
Good night, kids. Later. And thank you for joining us. Uh, I just wanted to uh, let you know that I've got some interesting things coming up. Uh, I've got the 10th movie in the Haunted Saginaw series. It's a haunting on Brockway Street. Going to be showing at the Temple Theater on November 15th and 16th. For those of you who are in town. Or watch for it on Amazon Prime shortly after that. Um, And I will see you in 2020. And as for me, I will also see you in 2020 as the show winds down throughout the month of December. But as always, you can go to coffeeoversuicide.com for all of your coffee over suicide needs. And don't forget that we've got a link to the store in there where you can get your last laugh about death t-shirts, your coffee over suicide t-shirts just in time for the holidays. But as always, until next time, don't kill yourselves out there. And have yourselves a good day and have yourselves a good life. Welcome to... Let's Laugh About... Suicide. Uh, (laughs) Or Coffee Over Death. Or Coffee Over Death. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm Chris Parker Howard. And I'm Tim Rooney. Uh, This is a double whammy episode, so if you're subscribed to both podcasts... Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) We can't keep that. We can't keep that. Nah, you know what? You know what? No, this is unconventional. Let's keep it. We don't mean fuck you. We mean love you. Yeah, that's what I meant. So. A loving. Loving. I'm going to love you in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can't keep it. And have yourselves a good day, and I fucked that up. It's my only my tagline. Why would I do that? Have yourselves a good day, and I fucked.